Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy, the show that talks 100% LA Galaxy soccer. We're glad you could join us. Now it's time to sit back and relax as your hosts navigate through the twisting, turning, but never boring world of the five-time MLS Cup champion, LA Galaxy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. Coming to you live from Corner of the Galaxy Studios on Thursday, May 2nd. Welcome to May, boys and girls. LA Galaxy had an excellent April, something we're certainly going to talk about. But now May comes along with six rapid-fire games throughout the entire month. Uh, some tough games for the Galaxy, going to talk about that as well. Lots of rumors circulating around the Galaxy as the window closes, the primary transfer window, closing on May 7th, so just five days from the recording right now. So, a lot of stuff to get to. Before we get to any of that, let's welcome uh, my, my good friend over here, uh, the Portuguese Hammer himself. Uh, Eric, how's it going, buddy? You good? I'm, I'm doing well. Yeah? You hanging yeah, in there? Yeah, I'm glad to be back. You know, we had a perfect April, so, you know... I think May is going to be a little trickier, but I'm excited to be here. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. Hot LA Galaxy talk right now. Hot. Good times. It's hot. It's hot. hot. It's good stuff. All right. Good stuff. So, uh, yeah. So, the LA Galaxy getting ready to uh, take on the New York Red Bulls coming up. We're going to get you ready for that game. Certainly talk a whole bunch about that. But uh, just to let you know, um, you know, if you want to find anything on the website right now, uh, we're we're upgrading the website. That's really, yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. We're upgrading the website, so it's taking a little bit. That means it's not going to look any different, but all the back-end stuff is getting updated. So, uh, if you have any problems going to the website if you've ever any that's sort of what we're going through in the next couple days it'll be back up and running here probably in the next 24 hours but just in case you notice anything different that's that's sort of what's so going is on it a, a hamstring a meniscus what exactly is holding up the yeah, website yeah here? it had surgery okay it had surgery it's gonna be out until september <laughs> is it a season uh, ending yeah or yeah our temporary? service our, ser- our, our service name is allison dreaming <laughs> um so no it, how it is we should also mention that thoughts it, and prayers yeah <laughs> we should also mention that uh if you are watching the live stream or you're watching one of our recordings is that uh, we do have our our Galaxy History shirts on. Shout out to Galaxy History. Yeah, doing, doing a great the, job doing out there. Doing the Lord's work. That's right. So uh, so that's what we got here. Uh, those shirts were for sale. Maybe he'll have them up for sale again as he does some fun. But I think they're awesome. They're cool. We, we dig them. We'll wear them on the show. I don't think yeah. we actually didn't plan to wear them yeah. today. Kind, we well, didn't kind talk of. about it. It was, but when I got it in the mail, I, I gave him a shout out. You know, he he gave the show a shout out. So I said, well, you're in for a treat. And when, when it shows up, it just the timing of it. I think we both we both knew subconsciously that we were going to be twins today. Yeah, yeah, it was going to happen. Different so, colors, at least. Eh, that's right. That's right. That's <laughs> how it goes. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to Galaxy History, who now does Galaxy Two History as A well. Glutton which for punishment. I was going to say, <laughs> talk about talk about like no return on that. That's just it's awesome. I, I look at the yeah, post all the is, time. It is great. He, he's a great guy. So uh, certainly get out there. Uh, let's start with LA Galaxy news as we get you ready for this busy month of May. The LA Galaxy in a blockbuster trade, giant trade. Eric. Breaking. <laughs> Huge <laughs> trade. One of the most MLS trades of oh. all MLS trades that you've probably ever seen in all of MLS. Uh, and we'll explain it and sort of uh, sort of see how we can get you through this. Uh, the LA Galaxy traded with Minnesota United. That's what you needed to know. Uh, what they traded was the Galaxy traded $225,000 in general allocation money to Minnesota for $325,000 in targeted allocation money. Now, most of you, your heads exploded, and I saw it on Twitter, and I, you know, I... I, I think that's why the website's down. <laughs> I, they just can't compute all these numbers and, and, and gam and tam and jam. I mean, we're just, it's all over the place. So yeah, it's very MLS-y. Uh, to, to explain it to Walk us through you, as, you, our, our, as our MLS uh, roster guru. Yeah. Let us know, what does this all mean? Because uh, I see a higher dollar amount yeah, than you what do. the Galaxy got back, so... I look at that as a positive, but is it really? In MLS, it wouldn't surprise me if the higher dollar amount actually hampers you in some way. Yeah, it might be. Uh, it might. Be. the The bottom line here is that you don't need to even know what the two do in order to understand the trade. Is that one team, the LA Galaxy, valued the targeted allocation money, the TAM, more than the two hundred, more than the general allocation money, the JAM. All right. So when you look at the two twenty five and the three twenty five, and you see the difference in a hundred thousand dollars ultimately you have to look at the galaxy and say, Hey, the galaxy needed this targeted allocation money, this TAM for something. And they traded something at a lower amount to get something for the higher amount. They're probably equal whenever it all sort of, I mean, there's, there's no, there's no, um, 
what, what is it? There's no exchange. There's no yeah. exchange rate that we know this of. This is a yen and pesos. They're, yeah, they don't play well normally. Yeah, it's not a, a regular occurrence. Well, and, and the whole deal here really is that the, the bottom line is you cannot use general allocation money and targeted allocation money together, which is why the Galaxy were able to take something that they probably had some of and couldn't use in a certain way, which was the, the jam, the general allocation money at 225000 and they traded it for... $325,000 in targeted allocation money. Now, if you're, you're setting these two beside you, people are going to tell you that general allocation money is way more valuable than targeted allocation money. And the reason for that is that there are, you can do more with general allocation money than you can with TAM. TAM is, TAM is restricted. Yeah, fewer restrictions. That's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah, so JAM you can you can do, uh, you can sign new players to MLS. Uh, you can re-sign an existing MLS player. You can offset acquisition costs, including loan and transfer fees. Um, in connection with the extension of a player's contract for the second year, provided the player was new to MLS in the immediate prior year. I mean, there's to reduce the salary budget charge of a designated player to a limit of $150,000. Slow down. Yeah, slow you, down. Can, you can do all of this stuff <laughs> with, with general. It's really, you can use it for whatever you yeah, need. It's general. You it's, can use it for anything in general. And there isn't as much jam right now, from what I understand, as there is TAM okay. right now. So it, by just the scarcity, it's yeah. more valuable as well. Um, with targeted allocation money, it's very specific, and this leads us into sort of all of our rumors and stuff that we're talking about, but with targeted allocation money, you the player must earn more than the maximum budget charge, which right now is $530,000, and it can't be more than $1.5 million. That's the, that's the, the ceiling on the it. Cap. That's the cap. So you know that the Galaxy are getting this money to get a targeted allocation money player, which means they're going to pay that player somewhere between five hundred and thirty and one point five million dollars. And I think that's that's the positive, and that's where you walk away feeling good about this trade because the reason why you need Tam is because you are signing a player who is at a higher value. They're at a higher cost. The Galaxy have been burned in the past by some players who are maybe too expensive, who you need Tam to buy them down, but. Everything that uh, DTK has done leading up to this point, and, and GBS as well, leading up to this point have led us to believe that the people they're bringing in are quality people. So if they're bringing someone in who's valued at over $500,000 and they're going to need this money to buy them down, you're thinking we're going get, to be getting a good player here. So I think that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. And, and it also, it, again, it's probably the Galaxy had general allocation money and they probably had about seven hundred twenty or $750,000 just from the Ola Kamara, the Kamara trade. deal yeah. gave them, they were flush. They were able to convert like the, the $2 million or the $3 million, whatever money they got for Ola Kamara. They were able to convert some of that into about seven hundred twenty or $750,000 in general allocation money. Um, they can use the other money for other expenses that aren't payroll related. Yeah, I know. Explain this in terms I can understand. So if you have pogs and slammers, like <laughs> what's the exchange rate? How many? What, is well, it one I'm, for one exactly? No, it's not, right? And that's the whole idea. I mean, you know, your slammers are, are typically going to be more valuable. How about so a that's pounder? Your, that's your, that's, that's, <laughs> what's the, the mechanism there? We're going way back. Yeah. We lost the younger audience they, for They're sure. like, I don't even know what pogs are. I used, I used to, yeah, the um, bikinis, right? You, you got you to have your kinis. Um, no. So, I mean, really, if you're even thinking about that, it's probably two to one, but yeah. it's not quite. And that's sort of what you see this exchange. I think for the Galaxy, they got exactly what they need. And if you're Minnesota, you're like, hey, we got general allocation money. We got exactly what we need. I don't think there are any losers in this. There aren't any winners. You just have to understand that the Galaxy did this for a specific reason. And that was to go after a player. And that's what they're going to try to do. Yeah. I mean, that's that's ultimately all, all that's roads going. point to someone's coming coming to town. Yeah, and and I can tell you just from the the buzz around things, we're going to get to rumors here. I'm going to make I'm going to drag it out a little bit. Um, <laughs> it's called a tease. Yeah, that's right. You got to tease you, it a little that's bit. That's why you come to Corner of the Galaxy for for, for the tease. For the <laughs> I'm not so sure that's true. <laughs> I'll be careful with my words next yeah, time. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, so. I, you know, from all of the buzz that is certainly around, and I've talked to some different people, it seems likely that there is a player incoming, that they are coming before this May, um, May 7th? Yeah, May, May 7th. 7th is yeah, deadline. yeah, May 7th deadline. So um, we'll talk about those rumors here in a little bit. But I want to get back to the best April because um, I think it was it was talked about on the Monday show with, with the Panda, and we were sort of going over it, and there was some understanding that we sort of understood what was going on. But at the same time, it wasn't quantified, and so I wanted to go in and actually quantify yeah. what April was. We've told you the LA Galaxy had the best record in April, that they were the best team in April. Um, so all of those things combined has led us have led us to 
um, the actual numbers that are involved. There were only two teams that went undefeated in April. Uh, one of them was the LA Galaxy, and the other one was New York City, which is funny because they went 2-0-3 during that time. So not even close <laughs> yeah, to the, to the same. Say, edge, LA Galaxy. Yeah, so the LA Galaxy get there. And then if you look at the total number of points, the LA Galaxy gained 13 points um, whenever you look at that, that's the highest amount of yeah. points and five games played. By the way, there were teams that played six games. Um, in fact, there were two teams that it looks like they played six games. Uh, there were teams that played three games. There were teams that played five games, four games. Everything between three and six, <laughs> they got played. So it's always hard to sort of judge yeah. that. But you look at it, and the Galaxy ended with 13 points. Uh, Montreal had 11 points, and they played six games. That was, the, that was the second one. And then LAFC. Edge, LA Galaxy. And then LAFC had 10 points, and they played five games, same as the Galaxy. So there was no team that played better in April uh, than the LA Galaxy. And if you're looking between, you know, LA Galaxy and LAFC, the Galaxy had a tougher schedule during that time as well. So um, looking at that, again... It's more points. Yeah, edge. Fewer games, more points. Edge, LA Galaxy. Edge. Every, every single ca category. Point, Point. LA Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Ed, there we go. So, <laughs> um, so that's how it sort of stands. This is, uh, this is the real deal. Um, the fact that the LA Galaxy are 6-0-0 at home... Um, somebody said, oh, this is, it feels like just like back in 2014, whenever the Galaxy were, I'm like, okay, listen, this hasn't happened. There's yeah. a significant difference between what happened in 2014, 2011, 2012, yeah. any of those years, 2010, any of yeah. those great years, and what is happening right now. Yeah. It, it's only happened once, one other time, and that was 1996. Since, and the shirts yeah. are appropriate. That's you right. Know, thanks, Galaxy History, for making the shirts topical. And I, I think you're right. Um, when you think back to those, you know, StubHub, StubHub Center at the time, of being a fortress, Home Depot Center, uh, however you want to say it, it being a fortress, six games unbeaten was not un unheard of, but six wins, six yeah. O and O, that that's really the the wow factor is not just being unbeaten, but having them all be wins, no draws in there, having them you know pull out those victories. And I've had some conversations with people, and we sounded I sounded like silly saying it in preseason something feels different it's a different it just feels, feels different. different you feel it and of course everyone's going to climb over you because you know point to the numbers how many points what does it actually mean yeah but it, the, the the stats now back that up there is something different going on with this la galaxy team and they've proven it it's special well in the la galaxy if you want to go by strict you know points and points per game the la galaxy have the highest points per game in major league soccer right now um, so that tells you sort of where they're at. Now, I certainly think that some of that has been that they have had a heavily weighted schedule, well, a slightly weighted. You, it's not even heavily. It's just by one game, really. It's six games at home, four games on the road yeah. to their first, or three games at home. Oh, yeah, it is. It is. It's two thirds at home. Yeah. Um, so there is some slight tilt <laughs> it, to that. It'll, and it, it'll turn the other direction in May. That's, we'll see it. That's exactly what it is. It is the it is the turn in May that you're going to see, and that's why if you're looking at May, you should probably sit there and say, okay, it's not going to go undefeated. There's going yeah. to be some bumps in this road just by the sheer amount of games that are there, the amount of players that are going to be there, the knocks, the injuries, all that stuff is going to accumulate yeah. here in May, and hopefully the Galaxy get to June where they only have three games and everything can sort of spread out a little yeah, bit. And, and, like, and, okay. and if you do feel like the Galaxy's um, sense of self or their power rankings, however you want to rank them, is inflated right now, I think you want to revisit this after the game May 29th because that's when you'll know, okay, they've gone on a road trip, they, the team is, has had time to gel, you get to see who they really are. So I, I think they're special. They've obviously proven that. They're, they're in a good spot right now, but if you want to revisit it later, this, this is going to be an important month to tell you, are they for real, are they not for real? I don't know who's out there thinking they're not for real, but... I guess if you wanted to wait. I know somebody who thinks they're not for real because you told me about it before we got here and I got, uh -oh. I got all heated and said, this is where stats lie. And Josh <laughs> loves stats. This is there is a chart? Stats are you going to throw a chart There's no chart. I, don't, okay. I didn't have time to work up a chart to tell 538 how wrong they are. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. I did tell you that off yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. So what, what Amongst is... Amongst other things. Do you remember what 538 had in terms of their power rankings right now? 538 power rankings has just LAFC, Atlanta, Philadelphia, and then the LA Galaxy at number four in their power rankings. But Atlanta, number two. What? It, what? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. That's, I got no answers that's, for That's you. Nate Silver over there, right? That's, that, that's Nate, Nate Silver. Nate Silver is, yeah. is the... Did he hit his head? I'm worried about him. <laughs> Do we have to send Twalman over there to, to make sure he doesn't have a concussion? <laughs> he's he's going to talk about it at halftime, I'm sure. I'm just, I'm just, I'm trying to figure this out and understand <sighs> where in God's name. Listen, you can carry over from last year. You can yeah. say, okay, the stats are which, which to their cr credit or detriment or for whatever you want to say, they give ga the Galaxy more credit last season than probably they deserve. I, I, I yeah, agree. they kept favoring them when and, and it all fell off the rails. But but they give Philadelphia 
who the yeah. Galaxy beat yeah. and who probably head head. beat pretty nice. It was an it was an okay, comfortable win. I was like, okay, the Galaxy are better than Philadelphia. All right, if I'm going to play devil's advocate, oh god, they're on the East Coast, so their future schedule could have them because this is potentially how is the season going to end. And so with them technically having more points, I could see that argument for Philadelphia because they're going to play on the, the Eastern Conference, which has a weaker schedule. I'm wrong. Right. But <laughs> right, right. Yeah, you're but wrong. That's the logic. Exactly. Ben, Ben, who who's clearly a 538 fan, he also says the LA Galaxy's defensive rating of 1.7 hasn't changed since last season. And they have been light years yeah. better than they were. I mean, this is this is all about stats not catching up yet. Yeah. I mean, because Atlanta is is horrible. It's yeah. San Jose is a better team than Atlanta right now. Yeah, that's what the stats tell you. The points will tell you. Who did Atlanta yeah. just beat one nothing and they were all excited about it and everybody's like, "Oh, they're back." And I'm like, "No." It was I don't, I don't remember who it was. Tune some, into Corner was, of the was, Corner of the United the, Atlanta yeah, I know. podcast. Anyway, so that one. <laughs> so they have two teams that are clearly not better than the LA Galaxy above the LA yes. Galaxy right now. And I will say that I think LAFC is probably a better team than the LA Galaxy right now. You know, you, you don't say that on this I'm, show, I just Josh. said it. I, I just know said this it. is your show. You're not supposed to say that. I just said it. I will also say <laughs> that I think of six out of their ten games that they have played have all been affected by red cards. Come that's, on. That's also, yeah. Come that's, on. That, that's one little feather in the cap that you still get to boast because you're right. We haven't seen the real, real deal. And Come you don't on. want to peek too Christian soon. Roldan got a red little. carded for nothing, and then <laughs> then then the disciplinary committee yeah. goes and steals more money from him, and then yeah. the independent review committee goes. You're all crazy. Yeah. What are you talking about? What game about? were you guys watching? Yeah. Oh my god. There, there was a great uh, clip after that game of uh, Ted Uncle, I believe, was the one who refed it. At the final whistle, he just uh, yells an expletive because he just knew he he knew he that botched was, that it, he it botched was, that game. Yeah, well, yeah. You, you can't anyway. He messed it up. N- n- different enough things. time. Power rankings are ridiculous. The LA Galaxy, I think, are the uh, are the second best yeah, team. Yeah, that's fair. And and I think that they could very well be the first if they yeah. start playing like they did in the first half against Real Salt Lake. Again, they will be the first. I, I keep saying it. You don't want to peak now. Don't just you don't want to peak now. You, if, if you're if you're disappointed with the results, they're getting wins. And, and that's exactly what you want. And you want them to look dominant later. I, I, Eek through, squeak them out now. Yeah, I, this, is, this is the thing. Um, the Galaxy still do play in the Western Conference, and there's some yeah. bad teams in the Western Conference, particularly Colorado. <laughs> I was going to say, speaking of dumpster fires. <laughs> just, I, yeah. just, I just have to bring this up, too, because Colorado's like so much fun to talk about right now, oh. is that Connor Casey, who yeah. is the Galaxy killer, I mean, that bald-headed <laughs> evil villain... Has been one of the guys. He's a bully, that guy. He is. He's just. He's a mean guy, and he was just. He used to score in the galaxy yeah. every time he would come on. And that guy's now the coach. Uh, he's also a guy who said in an interview that he didn't when he was playing. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't watch soccer. Doesn't watch MLS because none of the soccer around the world or in MLS interested him at all. Yeah, that's yeah. who I'd want as a that's head cool. coach. <laughs> I don't all know right. about you. All right. That's how I judge my metric. There we go. That's what we got. All right. <laughs> so uh, anyway, so that's just just some some interesting stuff we wanted to yeah. throw around there. Um, let's get to some rumors now. Why don't we go a little early and and just uh, and sort of pop this in? Um, let's get to the rumor that doesn't involve the LA Galaxy but involves an old LA Galaxy player, a, an alumnist. Um, of, that's, that's not correct. That's not no. What is alumnus. it? Alumnus. Alumnus. There's alumni. not a T. There's no There's T. Alu- the alumni. Just say alumni. Illuminati. Galaxy alumni. Omar Gonzalez to Toronto FC. <laughs> um, Omar! Omar Gonzalez. Listen, this was the reason that Toronto stayed where they wanted to stay. This is why that whole deal to move up to yeah. get the to other Gonzalez, people Gonzalez, yeah. for the Galaxy, why it took so long having to make the deals with the number one and number two, yeah. two, two teams in order to, to make it. Toronto wanted that spot. They knew that they were, or I don't know if they knew they were going to use it, but they, were, they had plans in place. I'm sure yeah. that if, if, if this is going to happen, they obviously either... One had this idea and down the road, and they wanted to keep that spot so they can get Gonzalez because he's going to be a re-entry player. Or they said, "We have the number one spot. Let's make a move. Who's who's a player that's on this list that we can make it worth our while?" I, I, I would go with the the former more than the latter, but you know, I, that something else was in the works. They wanted to keep that spot for they a did. reason. Ali Curtis came out and said basically yeah. during all this that he was like, "Hey, we have some ideas of who we might want to get," and so that's that's where we're going. Yeah. Um, so a man who once played the saxophone in his orange chonies, <laughs> sexy sax man, <laughs> um, will will be going up to Toronto. It looks like that's Paul Tenorio reporting that right now. It seems likely. Uh, lots of people asking if the Galaxy should have made a play for him. The answer is no. Um, I like the Gonzalez that the LA Galaxy got. People Gonzalez was a good yeah. choice. Um, I still, it, it, to me, it's really hard to sort of wash my mouth of the Omar Gonzalez doesn't hustle into the corner during MLS Cup and co- almost cost the LA Galaxy an MLS Cup in 2014. Yeah, I, I don't hold that. 
against him. I do. <laughs> I know you do. Yes. But but I think that that ship has sailed. And I think uh, you look at the Galaxy defense now. You look at the coaching staff. You look at Valdecantos and how he works these guys. Omar just doesn't seem like a fit with this team. No, no, and and people Gonzalez does, and yes. that's why that's why it makes a bunch of sense for me. So you got the wrong Gonzalez. You Toronto. got the wrong Gonzalez. Dueling Gonzalez. Is that uh, correct? Alumni? Yes. Gonzalez? Yeah, Multiple Gonzalez's? Like cactuses <laughs> and fishes. Um, all right, let's get to the real rumors now. There are two rumors and two Argentines that are linked with the LA Galaxy right now. Uh, one of them is realistic right now as we speak and is a probable addition to the roster. One of these guys has been linked to the LA Galaxy, and it seems like if he would ever be coming, it would be more of a long-term play and not a short-term play, possibly a summer signing, but things would have to happen. So let's go over the long-term first. Ignacio Fernandez, uh, he's a 29-year-old midfielder who plays at uh, River Plate um, in Argentina. Um, supposedly, River are asking about 8 to $9 million for his release, which... Which, how much? How much gam is that? That's a lot. That's that's two dollars in gam. Um, it's all the gam. Yeah. Um, and so it's eight to nine million dollars for his release. This is why this it would make him a designated player. Yeah. Um, you have to spread out those unless they have you know eight or nine million dollars of of jam or tam in it's, there it's, that they can. It's AG yeah. Coachella just happened. They got they've got cash they're, floating they're, around they're over good, there. They're good to go. Use some <laughs> of that Coachella cash, Uncle Phil. <laughs> Um, so, so if you look at that, that's, that's probably not a, a likely scenario. This is a, a guy who can play, um, in a bunch of different midfield positions. Center midfield looks like more of his place. Now here's the crazy thing. I, I wrote this off and said, no, this isn't going to happen because of that number and it doesn't make sense, but this could be a summer move. Now, in order for it to be a summer move, that means you'd have to move Ramon Alessandrini. Yeah. That's tough to do whenever he's injured. Yeah. However, I'm told that I shouldn't exactly dismiss that. So I won't s- dismiss it right now. And I'll just sort of sit here and roll my eyes at it really, really hard. <laughs> I was gonna say that's the, the the plus of having this on video, right? Yeah. I, I, th- I think with with Roman, the extension not happening before the season is, is a flag. And also, this is just something you want to monitor at the price and and the likelihood of him needing to be a DP is where this isn't going to happen on May seventh. But this is something where whenever you hear names, you hear a name and then it circles back around and it circles back around. So I I think that this is someone who is on their radar. It's probably not on their radar for this season. We hear uh, Dennis DeClosa and Shikolo talking about the future yeah. and what's going to happen. And this is probably a play that the, a long term play. It could be. And so maybe once, you know, Zlatan, they part ways. This is someone they're looking on. With Roman being hurt, this. It's it's cold. It's, it's cold. It's but, cold, but it could but, happen. But it, it's a perfect opportunity to, to part ways. The rumor says that LA Galaxy representatives have already met with River representatives, the sporting director at River, and that they're they're working on a deal for yeah. this. Now, again, it doesn't seem likely to happen right now. Um, but that's where you're. I just keep it keep it that name in the back of your head. Yeah. I'm I'm super skeptical about it, but I refuse to dismiss it. And I've been told not to. So we're gonna keep it. Ignacio Fernandez, Nacho Fernandez, uh, to the LA Galaxy, 29 year old midfielder, plays at River Plate um, in our. Argentina. He's an Argentine himself. So uh, the other Argentine. I was going to say, do we have an Argentine connection or something? Why do, why uh, why, these, names, why are why these, these names keep popping up? It's it's <laughs> so surprising. Um, the other one is the one that is more likely. Uh, Fabio Alvarez to the LA Galaxy. He's a 26-year-old midfielder, plays at Club Atletico Tucumán oh, in well the done. Argentinian Primera Division. Uh, he's an attacking central midfielder. Um, but he can play on either wing as well. Yep. There's lots of flexibility in this. I think even the fact that he's an attacking uh, central midfielder also means that he could probably play up top at forward. Um, so that seems to be the yep. likely guy who's coming in and the versatile guy. Now, the deal is right now, as far as we know, a loan deal for one year with an option to buy, and this looks like the reason the Galaxy made a deal to get targeted allocation money. Yeah, so. and if you're reading between the lines of the quotes that have been coming out, we're looking for a player who could play on the forward or on the wings. We're looking for, you know, we're, we still have money. We're flexible with our salary. This is the type of player, you know, and Ignacio Fernandez, that's someone who's going to be, that's a big name, that's a lot of money, that's going to make it work. But when you think of this, his salary and what it's going to take to get him, the positions, you know, Wikipedia has him as a forward, other articles have him as a midfielder. So that tells you this is the, this kind, this guy fits all of the billing, the what you hear Dennis DeClosa talking about. And so, you know, where's there smoke, there's fire. You know, the article was on MLS, uh, soccer.com. So, right. They're not going to post something there if they don't have a sniff that that's going to happen. So yeah. we've seen it happen where it doesn't occur. But I think 
this is a hot rumor. It's is it, a, it's is a, it on the tracker? Yeah, it is on the tracker. Four star? If, if you could get to the tracker. It's, <laughs> it's at the tracker. It is a four star rumor right now. It went yeah. from three stars quickly to four stars this morning yeah. uh, after I was able to talk to some people who had a little bit of a no, uh, of knowledge. The, the other thing here is that um, as you're looking at Fabio and, and where you could possibly put him, um, well, there's two big takeaways here. One is that he could play in the central and he could move Legit out wide. I mean, there's a lots of argument about where Legit plays best. I don't have the answer and I, I will not tell you that he plays better on the wing or in the, I think he plays about the same on either side. And I think with, with Gold Cup coming, you may not have to find out. Yeah. You you may legit, you know, takes a month off. You plug Fabio in there and then you don't have to worry about it until until July. Right. And then you figure it out and fine tune for the playoff. Don't peek now. The don't uh, peek now. Save it for later. Save it for later. This, this that's going to be a new T-shirt. <laughs> don't peek now. Don't peek. Don't peek too soon. Don't Wait peek for in, it. Don't peek Wait in May. For it. Yeah. Wait till we see the whites of their eyes. Don't don't peek in May. All right. <laughs> Got to peek it. Peek in September. That's when you want to peek. Are you um, making fun of me, John? Yes, I am. Oh. Um, the other really big reason that you would want uh, Fabio Alvarez to be on the LA Galaxy is the reason that he would add another A to the already <laughs> A-filled last That's names the LA Galaxy That's why they're making app. these moves. Yes, they're they're trying to. Uh, they're going to have a roster eventually of all A's. Um, that he would Alvarez would be added to uh, to well, a, a roster that would have Roman Alessandrini. Well, they already have an Alvarez. He's the second Alvarez. The, they're just trying to collect Alvarez's. Um, <laughs> Alf- Efrain <laughs> Alvarez uh, or Antuna. Uh, let's see, Julian Araujo and then Hugo Ariano, who's down with G two right now, but still on the roster. So that would be one, two, three, four, five. That would be six A's. There's no team in Major League Soccer that has six A's as <laughs> give, last name. Give us the trophy for that. There's, there's no Is there way. A spoon or what, what gives for the most people with the most A's? Yeah, yeah. A, a, a spoon. Fr- fridge magnet. A fridge, an A, an A fridge magnet. <laughs> Free trip to Alaska. Maybe or Alabama. <laughs> there you Arkansas. <laughs> Oh, oh, good wow. stuff. This is wow. this is this is good stuff. This is not good. One of the things we missed that I really want to go back to is the quote that came out with the press release for the for the Tam and Jam. Can we talk about this we had just a for press, a second? This the fact that there was a press release for this trade is spectacular. Uh, is is there tongue in cheek in this one? Yeah. Or are they serious? There's tongue in cheek. Okay. Oh, okay. totally tongue in cheek. You never know. Um, let's see. Here we go. Uh, this is this is from Dennis Clessa. I love this. As everyone knows, this is about the Tam and Jams trade with Minnesota United. Um, as everyone knows, it's imperative to trade Jam for Tam as we look to remain competitive in the global market, said LA Galaxy General Manager Dennis DeClosa. Securing Tam for Jam will provide us flexibility to improve our roster prior to the closing of the primary MLS transfer window. Imperative. Imperative. What a word for to describe this. Stay. Jam for Tam. To remain competitive in a global market, <laughs> you have to have Tam and Jam. Yeah, this is this is totally the, 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 the thing. This reminds me of another press release, the LA Galaxy release. Just to me, however, uh, upon my wedding, these two quotes are about as equal in importance, <laughs> so I wanted to go over this. Uh, my wedding, the LA Galaxy PR department, the wonderful people that they are, uh, Chris Glidden, uh, Vicky Mercado, uh, Brendan Hannon, uh, Chris Hibble. There's about seven Chris's and yeah. I, I think Just I got say thanks, Chris, and yeah, you're covered. You're, you're good to go. Um, but they they were able to put out a press release for my wedding that only came to me. None of you got it. Sorry. Um, but this was the quote that they got that I will now say is equal to the quote that Dennis DeClosa just put out, and it's from Bruce Arena himself. He says, we're writing press releases for weddings now, said LA Galaxy <laughs> head coach and general manager. Get out of my office. There we go. So those two are equal as far as quotes yeah. go. Yeah. We're, we're writing press releases for, for this, this now? <laughs> can, you, can, uh, you can tell everybody that this is a real press release. This is a press release. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, I mean, well, it's I, mean well I didn't make it. It's well doctored. I want to see the originals, you know, and I'm going to need to get a magnifying glass, take it to a historian. I'll, I'll, I'll get to the bottom of it. I'll, yeah. I'll get my team on it. Yeah. I'm my sure crack you. team of, uh, <laughs> I'll get another Chris to yeah, look it up for me. <laughs> uh, that's what you need. Everybody needs a Chris or three or five. Uh, all right. Um, people are already in the, uh, this, I knew this would happen. Uh-oh. People are in the chat room and they're giving me crap about the way that I'm pronouncing a certain word. And Uh-oh. I of course know that I'm pronouncing it right and everybody else is pronouncing knew, it wrong. They knew it was coming. They had to you, have, right? You knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. It was, it was all there. Uh, let's go on with LA Galaxy news or at least MLS news a little bit. Uh, the MLS All-Stars to play Atletico Madrid in Orlando. Uh, this is coming up on July 31st, 2019. Uh, broadcast more than 170 countries there, Eric. Uh, So is it still relevant for MLS to play an international team um, in order for the All-Star game to mean anything? You're wrong. You're wrong. (laughs) I I think, yes, it's still relevant. It gets eyeballs on it when you have Atletico Madrid and the players that they have. It's the the Antoine Griezmann welcome committee. You know, back up the wagon. You know, he's 
been rumored with MLS asking about MLS and uh, liking posts on Instagram and whatnot. So um, I think I think it's still relevant to have the the uh, not the Galaxy Galaxy the <laughs> MLS All Stars playing these games because it does bring notoriety. Uh, in a perfect world for me, they'd still have some type of old school All Star. Uh, you know, East versus West uh, or or skills competition like they used to. I think that'd be fun. Uh, does it really mean anything? No. Uh, can they do away with this game altogether? I, th- I think they could. Uh, but it is still fun and it's still noteworthy. This is kind of like when you are when argue about aging superstars coming to the league, you can say you don't want it to happen, but you can't argue that it's it's not noteworthy and it, it puts it puts the league on the map and and brings eyeballs, brings attention to it. It's not a bad thing. Um in and I'm my wrong. no no i mean you're just you're just not th- you're just not thinking big enough i think that's really what it is um your small mind is not thinking like large in, Listen, you know I, I didn't yeah. go to arizona state i'll yeah. tell, you, tell you that much <laughs> uh, no it's just it's it's the bottom line it's what i said it's broadcast to 170 countries are you going to get 170 countries and you get a large viewing audience for just the east, watch west. the east versus west <laughs> i mean if they do like the shootouts if, and if stuff Landon like that donovan's wearing a sports bra maybe maybe it might make some sense so <laughs> I mean, that's that's the only thing I can tell you is that do I like it? No. Do I understand that with MLS now, the MLS Cup not being a orchestrated large preset event that you could bring all your sponsors to, that the All-Star Game now is that large orchestrated preset event you can bring all your sponsors to? Do you understand that? Yeah, yeah. I understand that. Heineken presents Audi's Home Depot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. By Alaska. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. so no, the I mean, whole game. so that's sort of what it is. I mean, you know, it's a big party for MLS and they want to have it broadcast on the largest stage. And right now the international team still makes that happen. Who shows up for that international team will be very interesting to see. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's just, it's one of those, it's one of those things that right now I say, don't touch it. I think it's stupid. I would like for it to be East versus West. You know what I'd really like it just to go away. It does, you don't you need know, to do either. Of that actually is the real solution is that it just doesn't happen. You don't have, you don't have, you don't break your season and take players away from training with their team and, and mess up the schedule mess up the routine. Understandable, maybe on a world cup year where you do need to break, but, but yeah, that that's the real solution is just doing it away with it altogether. It's just kind of an American tradition, which have fun with it. Don't, don't make it so high stakes. Yeah. But, but these are professional athletes. So whenever you put them on the field, they're going to, they're going to want to play for something. As long as Caleb Porter isn't out there coaching, I think it'll probably be fine. Somebody asked if uh, Guillermo Barrescoloto could end up coaching the all-star team. The answer is no. Um, they stopped doing that where the the team, the coach yeah. with the best record goes and coaches the All-Star. They stopped it. Or the team that was in the MLS Cup last year is like that. No, it's whoever the home coach is. I don't even know who that is for Orlando anymore. It's in Orlando. In yeah. July. It's in Orlando <laughs> in July. Florida in July sounds oh, lovely. <laughs> that is just the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my entire world. Oh, God. It's horrible. Florida is already basically an unbearable place to be. And you're going to play oh, it in slamming summer. Down. This is, it's just, it's too much. I can't, I can't. It's stupid. And I won't watch the All-Star game. I'm just telling you. I probably will. You're watching. Everyone's watching it. And that's the beauty of this is we're all, we're all going to, you know, uh, you know, defecate all over it right now. But push comes to shove. We're all going to be watching it. Eyeballs are going to be on it. The the starters, Atletico Madrid starters, they'll have some players out there of notoriety because that's that's part of the deal. Will they finish the game? Probably not. Are you going to see a B squad for sure? But but the MLS All Stars are going to be rotating a rotating squad as well. So it, it's an exhibition. Have fun with it. Don't take it too seriously. Just enjoy it for what it is. And this is really what you should be doing if you're a true LA Galaxy fan is you should be doing the same thing that we have now been suggesting yep. since this podcast came in 2009. <laughs> Vote for other players. Vote for other teams' players, yep. especially your rivals. Yes. Vote for them to play and them to start. Unfortunately, you know Zlatan's going to be there kind of regardless. Yeah. But don't don't let them talk you into getting Jonathan Dos Santos <laughs> out there and playing on there. The best team, best player in Major League Soccer in April. Yeah. You don't want Jonathan Dos Santos anywhere near that All-Star team uh, July 31st, which will be after the Gold Cup, which will be after the women's world. Yeah, imagine yeah, Jonathan Dos Santos gone for a gold cup. Mexico makes a deep run. And then you have to ship him off to Orlando in July uh, and have a missed time with the team. Yeah, I don't like this at all. Yeah, We're ch- voting for all the rivals. Yeah, yeah. Ch- uh, in the chat room, they're saying, you know, thunderstorms, um, humidity in Orlando. There's a good chance this game never gets played. Yeah. If it's in the evening in Orlando, it just, <laughs> just thunder just wipes yeah, it white throw out. Throw a right. crocodile in goal and call it a day. Yeah, absolutely. All right. 
Um, so anyway, I wanted to get over that and, and sort of do it. it. This is this is this is fun too. The, the chat room's lively. It's great. If you guys want to call in and actually talk to us, you're more than welcome to do that as well. Uh, we have the phone lines open right now: nine four nine seven three four four two one seven nine four nine seven three four four two one seven. We'll sort of let that sit there for a little bit as the lag gets over from the live show. Fair it's enough. about seven ten seconds, you know, something like that. I'm expecting the calls to come rolling in any second. First time, long time. Yeah, exactly. The training schedule. We've sort of already gone over with you. The LA Galaxy have already left for uh, New Jersey, as as we should say. <laughs> New York, New Jersey. We're not the team to, to, yeah, to make that argument. Um, so they they've headed they've headed to the East Coast. They will train tomorrow, Friday, and then they have an early early game on Saturday. Um, a body clock time. It's an 11 a.m. time. Yeah. So I mean, you know, I barely have time to work out and get back and like be ready to announce the lineups at 10 and see how that goes. Kind of like it. It's brunch. It's brunch. Get, get your bottomless mimosa ready to go. That works. All right, five one two. Who's this? Oh, it's Abby. Hi. Hey, Abby. Abby. Abby's the one who told us we better we better take calls, otherwise otherwise she oh, wouldn't op- have anything. Yeah, oh, personal. Op- open the lines for <laughs> that's Abby. Right, that's right, Abby. All right, Abby. What do you want to talk about? All right, so I personally analyzed the Real Salt Lake game, um, got some stats going, and I really wanted to talk about just kind of the Galaxy as a whole um, and how the second half and, you know, the yellow cards, how that's going to play into the um, upcoming May season. Okay. All right. So, so what? So, what do you think? What do you? What did you? You gain from sort of that RSL game? Then, what were your major takeaways from that? Um, I really enjoyed watching the Galaxy as a whole, especially in the first half. Um, defense was beautiful. Everything about it was just amazing. Um, I really liked um, the idea of Ibra dropping back. I liked how everyone just kind of did their job. That's something that you don't really see too often. You see it a lot from, from Zlatan. You know, he knows what he's capable of, you know, touch and go. He's not able to run as much because he's an older player. He knows what he needs to do and he does it. Whereas a lot of the younger players don't necessarily know what to do. They just know that they don't want to lose. Mm-hmm. And in the first half, we really got to see this um, this eagerness to, to win, to take advantage. I just wish we would have had that in the second half as well. Yeah, it's a, it's been that uneven performance. We've seen. I, I also, Abby, I agree with you. I think that you sort of saw what the LA Galaxy were capable of in that first half. That is the LA Galaxy you're hoping peaks in September, as Eric yeah. would say. Don't peak now. Don't figure it. Don't do <laughs> it now. Wait for it. Wait for it. But, <laughs> but no, I mean, that's what you want to see. And I know that Ibra was not happy with his service in the first half. And that's sort of the part you're going to have to balance because he was talking about how he was like, well, I wasn't getting the ball, so I dropped in deep. And he's like, and then in the second half, they found me in deep. But yeah, but the second half was a horrible show. Yeah. Um, And and I understand what Abby's saying because he knows what to do. But in the second half, you saw that the body... He wanted to make those passes, and those passes weren't connecting for Zlatan. So I appreciated seeing him drop back and, and play a little bit of that 10, uh, but it, it just wasn't connecting there. But I liked how he activated himself, as he said. Activate, that's... that's <laughs> to, get, to get himself going. He did he did make a difference in the game, so you can't be mad at it. But I'd like him to put two first halves together. He was apologizing. He was apologizing <laughs> for passes that he made, which yeah. is always an interesting thing to see. The guy who usually yells at everybody yeah. is like, yeah, I'm sorry, I made a mistake. But, but it was the right, right idea. It was, yeah. it was. All right, Abby, anything else, or are we good? Um, I had a, okay, I have two questions. Yes. Um, I want a little bit more of your opinion on what's going to happen with Alessandrini. I know that there were some debates about, you know, he might leave. They might just kind of like shut him down because he really likes LA. Um, but however, I really feel like Guillermo, um, loves his players. You saw um, after talking with Bingham, you know, they made that personal goal of wanting him to be talked about in the national team again. And I really feel that Guillermo just, you know, he didn't have to do that. He didn't have to tell Bingham, I want this for you, you know, and I'm sure he does that with all of his players and such these personal goals. I just find it hard to believe that they're going to let him go. Um, yeah, I, I'll tell you that I think the injuries have now ma- mounted enough that, it's going to be difficult. I, if I'm, 
you have to separate the 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 player and the heart that he has sort of from what he's able to perform and what he's able to do. Could they possibly sign him to a lower amount? Yeah, maybe. Um, and maybe that's the option that eventually goes there. Um, for me, I think that he's injured enough that it's tough to sort of waste and even a roster spot on him right now. He's going to end up missing like 22 or 23 games, and that's if he comes back like early in September. Um, and he missed a whole bunch of games last year, even though he ended up putting up some really good numbers. So you just you can't spend that kind of money and do it. So it, it's one of those, if you're going to get him, it has to be at a largely reduced rate. And if you're not, then you move him off and, and you get him off of the roster kind of as quickly as possible um, in order to, uh, to get him... Uh, uh, you know, in order to open that spot back up, yeah, Eric. I, I think uh, it's one of those things. That you're right. It's, it's a business decision because with the if you, the emotion is involved, you you want to keep them. And I'm sure uh, Guillermo has has talked to him and wanted to build. You want to build your players up and have them have confidence. But this is a situation without them renewing him uh, or extending him. Excuse me, without them extending him, it kind of tells you that they might just be running out the clock here. Kind of reminds me of Office Space when uh, Milton they said, "I'm not getting my paycheck." Well, we fixed the glitch, so I'll be getting paid. No, no, no. we fixed the glitch. So. They may not be, you know, planning to move forward. They're not going to do anything to actively keep him, but they're just kind of kind of let the clock run out. That's how it feels. It's cold. It's tough. But that's just the, the impression that I get. And there's a large enough sample size from his time in Europe and his time with the Galaxy that injuries are a problem. And that's not maybe a long-term investment for a designated player. All right, Abby, we're going to let you go, but you, you're going to come see us at the stadium next time you're, you're around, right? Totally. Okay, there we go. <laughs> Abby, you're, you're awesome. Thanks for the Thanks, call. Abby. Appreciate that. If anybody else wants to get in, again, 949-734-4217. We'll attempt to get through some injuries, although I'm sure we'll get another phone call because there were a couple people trying to get through uh, whenever that came through. Uh, we talked about Perry Kitchen. Perry Kitchen was back to light training on the side, possibly back to full training in the next two weeks. Ramon Alessandrini, we've told you, is out until September. Um, just some rumors about him possibly departing in the summertime, which is hard to do whenever you're injured, which is just, it doesn't seem likely. Someone else would have to be willing to, to, take to take that on. Yeah, and or maybe for free. I mean, maybe if you move for free and you open price, up a designated player the spot. the price is right. That's right. That's how it always works. Um, thanks, Bob. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Julian Araujo has been 100% cleared to play. You expect him to be available. Don't know if he'll play. He was um, at the corner of the Galaxy meetup at the last game. Yeah. <laughs> we saw him in, in street clothes. He didn't look like he was walking he's a little, walking a little gingerly with, with that ankle, so it made you kind of understand probably why he wasn't out on the field that day but but yeah he, he looks like you know with enough time off if, if uh coach says he's healthy he'll be he'll be back soon i'm sure yeah and and that's what it's see i mean listen you have a situation right now where you're gonna have i have no idea what guillermo who guillermo is gonna start whenever you start looking at this new york is triori gonna start again because why not he was the highest rated player on the well, field is gonna start over shelvick is felcher done and Araujo's gonna come in it's a great problem to have all of a sudden but save it for the game preview oh gosh there's are so we there much. yet no we're not there yet we got other <laughs> stuff to talk about still uh i wanted to go over the standings real quick just to understand that philadelphia is first in the eastern conference i know we probably touched on that a little bit at least how that <laughs> and, is and we beat philadelphia and and the galaxy beat philadelphia uh there are currently three teams one two and three philadelphia dc united and montreal all have 17 points all at 1.7 points per game and if you go and put that into uh the single table with the supporter shield and everything else uh you get the basically the first eastern conference team is philadelphia at fourth but if you go by points per game, FC Dallas would jump them. So technically, the first East team isn't until fifth. Yeah, uh, and points per game, the Dynamo actually jumps. Yeah, uh, Dynamo Dallas jumps all the way jumps up. Jumps Dallas as well. Yeah, because the Houston has only played seven games so mm. far. They played three games yeah. in uh, in April, which is weird. When are, are they, they playing? All... Are they going to play nine games in I, May? I don't know. <laughs> what is their schedule yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it, it's getting to be that way. So um, there's a couple teams that haven't played a, a bunch of games. Houston has seven. Toronto's only played seven. Uh, Atlanta's only played seven. So, you know, a little bit. Unlike some places here, we're going to tell you what the points per game is <laughs> because there that means something. That's, important. That's more important than where the points are at right now. And quite honestly, the supporter shield table should be s sorted by points per game and not points because... In no, Major League Soccer, at the end, at the end of the day, it's settled by points. So you keep it at by points. At the end of the day, you, it you is. consider it, and you at you, the end of the day, it is. Right <laughs> now, it just informs morons about who they think is in first place and second place and everything else. That's what 538 is using. They're using, They're using the supporter support. shield standings. That's why it's so crazy. Um, so anyway, the LA Galaxy's fit in second in the Western Conference, second in the supporter shield, uh, making a good press. And quite honestly, if they have a good May, which will be difficult to do. They could wind up at the top of this. Um, there's no reason to believe that they can't get better uh, because yeah. they haven't played they haven't well. Play, they haven't, <laughs> they haven't, they played. haven't played a full 90 minutes. The, the best game yeah. they played so far was without Ibrahimovic. 
and it was against Minnesota, and that was the most complete game they had, and I think they played like 65, 70 minutes. And they gave up two goals in a short amount of time, so I don't know that I'd want to tout that as your best game. Tell me a better game that they played. No, I don't. I know. I don't disagree that there wasn't a better. I'm just saying you don't want a mental. Yeah, but still. Oh, you you b- use my own sword against me. You, yes. you yeah, but stilled me. Yeah, but still, the <laughs> LA Galaxy's best game has been Minnesota, and there isn't a be- what what other game? There isn't one. You're right. Vancouver. Vancouver. I, I don't know that you could argue that was better because it definitely didn't start off better. Oh, man. and I I only count games on grass. Games on turf don't count. Hey, you want to play a game? I'd love to play a game. Okay, I love games. Let's do this. Uh, let's predict the schedule in May. <laughs> Um, the LA Galaxy, as we've told you, it plays six games. There are four away games. There are two home games. The two home games sit in the middle of the month. The two away, ga- the the four away games are bookending the month. Uh, so the LA Galaxy travel on Saturday, May fourth, to play the New York Red Bulls. Um, Is it I- New York Red Bulls or Red Bull New York? So I see both. It's both, <laughs> and I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like either. I wish <laughs> they would just figure out which one it is. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Just <laughs> sorry, pick, I threw pick you a game. off there. Pick a game. I don't know. Pick pick the New York game. New what York, do you think? Uh, pick it now. I think yes. it, they've had a week's rest. Yes. The Red Bulls don't scare me. That's a win. It's a win. Even though the fact that oh wait, I would it's say let's say wait wait for it wait for it. Um, there's stuff in there. We'll talk about it in the game okay. review. But there's stuff in there that that leads to believe that is a possibility. Yes. And I will say that I think that a reasonable person would suggest that it was probably a draw. I'm not going to have a great... I I think that this is a tough schedule for the Galaxy. So they go away to New York. They go away on a midweek, short rest. There's a possibility I don't even play Ibrahimovic in this game. I'm telling you right now, if I'm GBS, I'm sitting there going, "Mm, do we need to? I don't know that we need to. Um, So for me, I would say that a draw is a best-case scenario against Columbus, even though Columbus has lost four in a row right now. Are you predicting a draw? I am predicting a draw. I'm predicting a loss there. I think midweek, you don't come home. They've lost four in a row, and Caleb Porter is their coach. This is is where the Galaxy get to look in the mirror across the way and look at Caleb Porter and be like, we almost had that. I will will tell you that... You are right about maybe this is where you rest Ibrahimovic. And I, when you're talking about lineups, Shelvick and, and Felcher instead of Traore and uh, Araujo, I think that Wednesday game, that's the you-have-nothing-to-lose game because mm-hmm. you're on short rest, you're, right. you're on an East Coast road trip. So I think that's when you play those young guys. And maybe right. those young, young guys show out and, and, and they steal something there. So I think that's a possibility. But I think if you start a consistent lineup than what you had in New York on short week, on a road trip, I just think that that sets itself up for a loss. And Columbus, I know they've had a, a bad run, but it's uh, the roulette table. Eventually, it's going to it's going gonna, gonna to turn the other direction. It's going to go. It's been been black the last three <laughs> three rolls. It's going to be red. It's going to be, be red. This, this is, is the one. one. This is the one where red's going to happen. Um, okay, then home to New York City. That's a win. I, I'm calling it a win. Yes. Okay, home to the Colorado Rapids. <laughs> And Connor Casey as their coach, a guy who doesn't like to watch soccer. Of course it's a win, but the, you know they're going to draw this game. You just know they're going to draw this game. But yeah, I'm calling a win. Okay. Win. For the record, I'm calling it a win. Okay, win. Um, Away. Now, second East Coast trip. Away to Orlando City, May 24th, 4 p.m. kickoff. Um, Orlando's technically a dumpster fire most of the times. So they got Nani. I'm giving it a draw for the Nani factor. I think they lose that game. Yeah. I think that's the I think that's a loss. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then away midweek to Sporting Kansas City, who didn't have enough players <laughs> to hold practice because everybody was injured. That's what I was saying. They're, we were saying off air. Schedule the game now. We yeah. want to play them now. They're all hurt. Let's play them now. Yeah. The, the schedule should be New York Red Bulls, <laughs> and then away to uh, to uh, Columbus on um, Wednesday, and then Thursday night we'll say, just we'll, play Sporting Kansas. We'll City. play them Sunday. <laughs> play them yeah, Sunday. Saturday and Sunday Saturday. back to back. That's, that's how, how that's how we do the Sunday league games. Um, I think that's probably a loss. I think. It's a loss as well. And and, and I, even though I think that Sporting Kansas City has been horrible so yes. far this year, they're going to be better by the end of this it's month, the right? the roulette wheel. You know, by the end of the month, they'll be healthy. They'll be back. And uh, you'll probably start to see them. They don't have the CCL that they have to worry about. I, I, I'm calling that a loss as well. Okay. So how many points points do you have out of there? I have, They went 2-2-2, two, two, and two, so that's 6 plus 2. That's 8. 8. I have 10 points coming out of there. But I think that's a good goal. Uh, out of 18 possible points, Walking away with between eight to ten. I know Bruce Arena used to talk like this. If we can get this amount of points on this yeah. this month or this particular trip, I, you know, you get half your points on a, on a game or on a, a run where you have four away games. Right. Eight to ten, eight to ten points out of eighteen ain't bad. That that's I think that's a goal, a good goal. Here's the thing, is that I think Guillermo Barrascaleto doesn't know how to play for draws. Yeah. 
And I like that. That's a good thing. I like that. So there could be some surprises in here because if yeah. you go out and you win the first two games on the road, all of a sudden you're like, okay, let's keep, the, let's keep this party rolling. Keep going, and you win the two games at home, and now you now you're on a roll, and yeah. you're like, or even if you draw one of those, right? And you sit there and yeah, go, maybe okay, that, yeah, you, that you, Columbus game, you steal a point, you steal a point, and you're like, okay, that's still as long as you stay undefeated. Now the yes. undefeated streak grows, yeah, right. I mean, you're already at seven undefeated. Yeah. Yes, seven undefeated in a row. Um, only one draw in there, by the way, six yeah. wins. It was great. Um, all that stuff. So you're looking at that and you're saying the momentum is carrying. And so you can build it. I could see it going a bunch of different ways. We have a phone call though. So let's get to the phone call. Five, six, two. Who's this? Hey, it's Eddie, the magic man on Twitter. Eddie, what's happening, buddy? The magic man. I love that. That's good. That's good stuff. I need to, I think I need a better Twitter handle than, than just Jay Gessman. Well, you can't take the magic man. I'll no, it's already much. taken. All right, Eddie, what do you got for me, buddy? Uh, quick question uh, for the guy, uh, game this Saturday since it's on ESPN. Mm-hmm. Will it be available on ESPN Plus since I'll be out of town? Okay, so sometimes, uh, sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't. See, sometimes yeah. they're like, if you want to watch an ESPN game, you have to sign in with your cable provider. Yeah, it's even on though, ESPN. Yeah, even though it's on ESPN. Yeah. So I would, I would count on it not being available on ESPN yeah. unless you already have on ESPN Plus, unless you already know that that works for you. It works for me because I have it through my cable provider, yeah. but. I know that's a that's a thing. So yeah, just just be a heads up. It could be blocked out for you. All right, All right sounds good. Thank that, you. That was easy. I like those questions. Those were, that was easy. I, I've been bitten by that before, where I think the games on ESPN. You've been bitten by Eddie? <laughs> no, not the Magic oh, Man. Okay. He, would, he wouldn't dare. Okay, I didn't uh, know. Where games on ESPN Plus? You think oh, I'm going to you know use ESPN Plus and you go to use it and well the game's on ESPN so it's technically not on that device so. Uh, if you're strictly ESPN Plus, you could be in trouble there. But if you have a cable subscription, go to a view party. Go to a viewing Get party. Get your bottomless mimosa We on. should go to... Oh, no, it's too early. I can't. I can't <laughs> 11 a.m. No, doesn't work no, I got to work out, and then I got to get back. And then yeah. it's 10 o'clock is the then lineups. T-ball. And yeah. Then, yeah, and there's all these things <laughs> in the way. So I maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe I'll get a hall pass for that. Um, all right, let's get to some questions before we go and preview this game. Um, real quick, we had a uh, question from Reddit. Um, Barry is in the light now. Uh, says, given GBS's ability to get our players playing better than they did last year, i.e. Daniel Starris, do you think that bringing Kitchen to play in the midfield alongside Jonathan Dos Santos and Corona would be a good move. This would move Legette to the wing while Boateng and Pontius, excuse me, come off the bench. Hmm. No. Yeah, you don't know. No. I like the argument. I like the argument because putting them in a position to succeed, it seems like that's the case. But I think that the factor here is the preseason training, where the Galaxy are with their stamina and their ability, where they're super sharp. Kitchen hasn't been part of that, so you can't expect that he'll be necessarily better. Uh, but that's not to say that Shkoloto's not going to put him uh, in a position to succeed. So maybe he'll utilize him depending on what he sees in training I mean, and how they're using him. Uh, Perry Kitchen, through the start of last season, yeah. I liked what he brought to the table. So if, if uh, during that Gold Cup break he could match what he did at the beginning of last season, I wouldn't be mad at that. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the thing is, it, it, depending on who's available, I think he becomes the first person off the bench for that central midfield. Yeah, it's been he, Carrasco. He replaces Carrasco, yeah. essentially. And I think Kitchen comes in and plays for Carrasco. Um, and Gold Cup, I mean, yeah, yeah, Jonathan Dos Santos not there. You're going to have to do something. Is Perry Kitchen that guy? He might have to be. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and then Carrasco comes off the bench for him whenever he gets tired. So there's a, there's a place for Perry Kitchen. It's on this team for until the end of December, and then he's not on the team anymore. I, I really kind of believe that. Yeah. Um, look at the price that they're paying. And, and not being someone who was brought in with this regime, uh, all signs point that direction. So, but if they can get something out of them, you know, it's definitely plausible. Yeah, $475,000. Um, a lot of money. In is, GAM or TAM? That's that's in regular money. That's in under under in the cash. cap. It's under the cap. It's just, it's just, it's Uncle Phil Bucks. It's cash. It's Uncle Phil Bucks. Just drop that down. <laughs> Um, so anyway, I, I just don't see it happening, uh, you know, in terms of moving him right in, uh, Hugh from Reddit, um, says, can anyone come up with a better argument for legit not playing on the wing? Because I believe that's his best position. His breakout season with LA, the season that landed him in the national team radar was the season where he played as a winger. Legit played right mid while the new Argentine, Argentine, the Argentine mm-hmm. guy slots into a, a cam role with, uh, Jonah and Corona behind him to that central attacking midfield role. I don't, I'm, I don't. Again, I don't think there's a good argument either way that that he's better in one position or the other. I don't see it. I I see him lacking sort of the final breakthrough pass as yeah. a cam, but I also see him lacking. He has moments. Yeah, and 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 we had this argument. I think last time I was on potential and ceiling. Uh, I think 
the argument there is when he had his, you know, quote unquote breakout with the galaxy, it was on the wing and with Alessandrini out, maybe you can push him out. And if you're bringing a new player in who plays that, that attacking midfielder, all is kosher. It all works itself out. Um, but yeah, I, I could see the argument that because he's not consistently delivering in that number 10 spot, he's, he's playing well. He's not, he's not playing, you know, poor, poor soccer right now, but if you move him out wide and he could bring you, give you everything you want and maybe, with the player that they bring in and with Alvarez, if they bring him in and there's a fluidity where, you know, sometimes one shifts out to the right, the other one goes to the middle and the, it's all clicking. It's all connecting. Maybe there's a fluidity where he goes out to the wing and contributes. And then he comes back in the middle and, and dishes out some passes here and there. So uh, I could see it working out. I could see him working out on the wing, depending on if the player they're bringing in plays in that attacking role underneath Zlatan. Here, here's the thing is that I'm hesitant to break up that midfield triangle. And I don't think you're going to see that shift happen because I think, it's, well, it's all working now. I think the Argentine, yeah. whoever, whoever comes in. Yeah. Um, Although technically Sebastian is, is Argentine as well. Is he? Is parent, that, yeah. Isn't he more Portuguese? Wasn't I told he was Portuguese? <laughs> more Portuguese. Than, are you sure? I'm, I'm Have you seen his card? I haven't seen his card. So okay. that's why that's I'm That's probably why you're, you're saying yeah, it. it's, no. it's as real as that press release. I don't. Yes, exactly. Um, so anyway, I, I think you, uh, you know, Hugh doesn't have a bad argument. There isn't. I don't. I don't know. There's a good one that has told me whether he plays in either spot, either way. Well, I think the argument that he's making is that he hasn't wowed as a ten. We're yeah. not walking away saying uh, he's legit so is our number ten, and the, you you're going to have to take that spot away from him. the fact that you can ar- make the argument is, that tells you what you need to know. He's legit. A legit. <laughs> he's a legit ten. All right. Even though um, he's seventeen, these are dumb jokes. They are moving on. There, they missed all of our <laughs> ASMR stuff we were doing beforehand. Time. We're, I swear I, to God, Eric and I are going to do an I ASMR did, video. I did not want to do it. Uh, no. <laughs> Thanks for having me on, Josh. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, and they've turned go. off the Everybody show. Everybody just left. <laughs> uh, what's this? Is from Galaxy Fan eighty nine. He says, "What's your opinion on breaking up the midfield?" See, I didn't even read down far enough. Perfect. This was um, example being the potential uh, Fabio signing. He can play cam or wingers. The midfield chemistry is so strong that you leave it and push uh, Fabio wide, or is it worth the risk putting Fabio in the middle and investing in building chemistry in a new midfield? There it is. That is exactly what I mean. Did he get together with with Hugh, Hugh Galaxy they, fan? They, and they were on the same it's Reddit. The same guy. They're burner accounts. That's what it is. I think he submitted two questions. Those are both Pete Vianis, actually. <laughs> I, I know for sure. That's Galaxy what that is. Pete eighty four. We know we we're on to you. <laughs> we're on to you, Mister Vianis. Uh, all right, let's get to the game preview. Um, do you have anything prepared this time? Maybe. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! So you are just coming in. You, you know, it's funny. I, I it's been a busy week for me. I, I didn't fully prep. And then I, I started doing my show notes, doing a little show prep, and I, I wrote a little something down. So just in case you were going to throw the music on, I might have a little something, but, you know, I wasn't fully ready. I, I, I just... <laughs> start spreading the news. They're leaving today. They want to be a part of it. Red Bull New York. Zlatan does the Big Apple this week as the LA Galaxy travel cross-country to take on the New York Red Bulls at Red Bull Arena. Grab your bottomless mimosa and get your brunch on at the local viewing party with an early kickoff of 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time on ESPN and ESPN Deportes. Come for Zlatan, stay to watch Taylor Twellman lose his mind at halftime. If you think the Red Bulls are walking away victorious from this, as they say in New Jersey, Forget about it. Wow. All right. <laughs> I mean, they're getting more ridiculous as we go that's, along. That's which is, why I'm here. I'm here to make them absolutely cartoonish and ridiculous. And that's what what's what I do. It's so far you're working. I mean, you know, you're, everybody in the chat room loves loves this. There they they love it, and they like it way more than they ever like. I'm me. seeing a lot of fire emojis pops up. That's right. I hear that's a good thing. That's a good thing. They actually, or they're telling you to light yourself on fire. <laughs> one of the two. Uh, the LA Galaxy seven one and one. New York Red Bulls two four and two. Home record for New York is two two and zero. Oh. Away record for the LA Galaxy one one and zero. Oh. All time in this, the LA Galaxy actually trail in this one. This is the forty fifth time did i get that right hold on i have it i wrote it down if you count the metro stars and the whole, yeah. the whole game it's yeah. all the same organization it, it is all it is all the same organization yeah the uh 45th time and the 24th time the two have met in new york the galaxy are 17 19 and 8 all time and 8 12 and 3 in new york so they have a losing record on both the regular series 
which is crazy yeah. because the Galaxy usually have a winning record over, yes, over almost anybody. Teams. But New York is one of those that they, they haven't. The Galaxy have a losing record in New York, but the last two games these two teams played, the, the away team has won both of those games. It's, it's funny the way it's, it's, it's worked out because these games are always rem- memorable. I, I always remember uh, New York Red Bulls and LA Galaxy. These are always barn burners. Big things happen. You know, I don't know what it is about these two teams that bring, bring it out because it doesn't really matter what form the each team is currently on. They just seem to, they're just, these games seem to be special. So if you're expecting big things from this game, I think it might be a fun game to watch. I get text messages whenever you do that of people who are saying, Josh, you should just quit. Like, <laughs> like my, even outside of the chat room, my, it's impressive. My good friend, Pam just texted me and was like, fire Josh. Eric is on, <laughs> Eric is, is the man. Thank it's you. the hammer all the way. Yeah. And, thanks, and that was on Pam. short notice. Really appreciate that. That's nice. That's good. It's, it's okay. I have plenty of self-esteem. It's good. Um, it's your show. It's your show. Yeah, it's fine. No problems. Uh, the LA Galaxy's leading goal scorer, obviously, is Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Number two is Daniel Starris. I was, I was going to bring that up. He's still holding on to the number two spot. So Daniel Starris would be tied for the lead of New York Red Bulls leading scorer, yeah. scorer uh, Daniel Royer and Alex Mule. Um, this, is, this is some crazy stuff because if you look at how the uh, New York Red Bulls actually lined up last week uh whenever they played cincinnati they were they were in they were hosting cincinnati they beat them one nothing cincinnati had more possession more yeah. passes um you looked at the same stats i did, I did. Yeah. what do you know it was that, not an impressive uh one one nil victory so and again without bwp and they, they've been without him so that's that's a concern uh if you're the new york red bulls or red bull new york whatever you want to call yourself yes um that's the concern there and so they don't scare me even though you're going away cross country, that's where that's yeah, it's the it's, it's the body clock game though. Yeah, this is a body clock game. This is one of those where but they talk about NFL. They're always like, "What about the body clock, man? But, what time are we playing?" But body they left clock. today. They left. Yeah, acclimating. No, they're not. It's 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 <laughs> it's three hours difference. You're not ready. It's going to be an 11 a.m. Game, game to them. You don't play games at 11 a.m. When did they train? When did they, they train in the morning? Thank you. Yeah, so they'll think it's a training game. Yeah. They'll be they're like, oh, it's a training. That's all right. This I'm is, sure Feldicantos will have them ready to go. This is, this is, it's not, it's not. I don't like the time. I don't like how it lines up. I don't like the fact it's on ESPN. I like nothing about this. <laughs> um, I think the LA Galaxy can get a win here. Yeah. Um, but I also think that a draw is very possible. I think a loss is possible. When you go, when, I know, <laughs> wait, wait, way to <laughs> sit on the fence, Josh. Yeah, wait a Hold on. So you're telling me they can win, lose, yeah. or, or draw. draw. Oh that, my any, goodness. All three of those definite <laughs> possibilities. Yeah. This is why they come for the hard, hard hitting <laughs> analysis is, this here. This is why you're the best, Josh. Um, That's why it's your show. This is already, again, with the, with the self-esteem, it's fine. I'll be, I'll be okay. Um, no, if you look at this, it's, it's a game because you go East coast, West coast, it's just always so hard to judge how they're going to do. I think last year I went on the show uh, with Mark Fishkin on Seeing Red and I was talking about it and I'm like, hey, the Galaxy are a dumpster fire and then they go out there and they win. Uh, this year, the Galaxy are, you know, arguably one of the best teams. In, it's not even argued. They are one of the yeah. best teams in Major League Soccer right Top now. Top two, no question. Um, and so they're going to go over to New York, who's not a good team right now. Uh, they played five defensive players. Yeah, the five-four-one um, is never good. But if, if you're going to go against Zlatan and some speedy wingers, that is the strategy you want to use, I yeah, think. Yeah, I mean, Long, Aaron Long's in there. Parker's in there. Um, the, you know, uh, Connor uh, Lade is out there. Yeah. Royer's out there. I mean, they have some good players, but Bradley Wright Phillips, from everything that we know right now, trained inside today on Thursday. Don't know whether or not he's going to be available, and he hasn't been available for them for a little while now. And I was going to say, if, if you follow this show at all, anytime you hear training inside during the week, usually don't see a lot of them uh, on the weekend. So if, if Phillips is there, I doubt he'll be starting. And so that could be a, g- a good sign for the Galaxy. The last time these two played was uh, last year. New York came in and beat the LA Galaxy at StubHub Center, then StubHub Center, 3-2, to two, um, if you remember that game. I do um, remember that game. So that was it. I mean, that's that's the, the game. It's not a... It's not as big, I think, as an LA New York game usually is. The fact yeah. that it's early is is stupid too because you yeah. don't get to build on that. But um, ultimately, you look at this. I think that the Galaxy really are going to have to figure out how they want to play these games. When you're looking at Triori, when you're looking at Julian Araujo, when you're looking at Shelvick and Felcher, when you're looking at um, you know who's going to everybody else really pretty much. Ha- it's Pontius. Pontius yeah, is going to start. Is going to take that spot, and I think that you will see Shelvick and you will see Felcher because they're going cross country. It's a road game, unfamiliar environment. When you talk about setting up players for success, you don't want to necessarily throw your young guys in the fire uh, to an away, a hostile environment, potentially, you know, I think they mentioned that Red Bull Arena sold out or is close to capacity because of course, anytime Zlatan comes to town, they, they near sell out. So maybe you start your more experienced, your veteran players. So I don't think you're going to see a lot of tinkering from the lineup. You're going to see 
your Shelviks, your Felchers. And, you know, if there's a place to bring in Triori as well as he did, he had a, a great game against Salt Lake and uh, Araujo, you know, his game against Minnesota really showed out. So I think you'll still go back to those consistent guys because that's that's what Shkoloto does. But again, going back to 538 has New York Red Bulls at a 57% chance no, to win. No, that can't be right. No, that can't no. be right. Nate Silver, we need they need to have concussion I, protocol say, over at 538. I'm not, I'm concerned. Yeah, I think in this uh, day and age, it's not appropriate to quote R. Kelly, but my mind is telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. I think they can win this game. <laughs> wow, where are we going to sit? It's our, it's our last podcast. <laughs> this is our is last this ASMR? one that we Thank do. You uh, for listening. Yes, there we go. <laughs> Snapping that's, into the mic. That's perfect. Uh, <laughs> if the New York Red Bulls come in, they've won once in their last six games. Again, I mean, you just, uh, the Galaxy unbeaten in seven. It's hard to say that the Galaxy are going to lose this game, and I could certainly see it, how it's going. All right. They're winning. They're winning. Of course they are. Or, they're, so or, to, well, or they're, they could, they could calling, lose. I'm calling a win. You're calling a loss. They could lose. I could. I didn't, we're both going to be wrong. It's going to be a draw. I haven't called anything. I have to, I'm simming firmly on this fence. I refuse to get <laughs> off on either side. Wrong. It could be a draw. I mean, I can see a, I can see a loss. I can see a win. Any of those are possibilities. Get out of here, Galaxy Josh. win this game. There you go. Okay. There it is. I just wanted to, two I wanted wins. to put it there. Yeah. Uh, two to one, by the way, is the score. I have one two zero. One. Two, one zero. I talked about all these barn burners. I think and it's going to be a one, one zero. zero game. All right. All right. That's how it goes. Um, great. Good job. All right. I'm glad we made it through that. Uh, we, of course, will have another podcast coming up on Monday where we will recap this game, get you ready for the midweek game against Columbus. Again, fast and furious here for a little while um, as we try and get all these games in, all the podcasts in. Uh, the Galaxy return home on Saturday, May 11th, where they face New York City, a 1 p.m. Pacific time kickoff at Dignity Health Sports Park. So make sure you're there for that one. And then they host uh, the Colorado Rapids Sunday, May 19th, 5 p.m. Pacific time. Um, that one, again, is uh, is a good one to go to as well. So make sure you get your tickets because those are the only two home games you're going to get in the entire month of May, and there's six games. So we'll see how that all uh, all ends up and how that all goes. But uh, I think that's about it. Eric, is there anything else that you want to get to before we get out of here? No, we've done it all. Are you sure? I'm, I I'm really positive. think we actually we have probably done it all this time. There's some <laughs> ASMR in there. Um, there's some ridiculous there's stats. Something, yeah, something for everybody. That's here. what we try to do. Rumors. We try, we try to give it. We try to make sure everybody's good to go. All right, why don't you tell people where they can find you? We'll go. You can find me on Twitter at GIS Hammer. You could also hear me on the Guys in Shorts podcast. You can find them at Guys in Shorts Pod. And thank you for those of you who stuck around during my little hiatus on Instagram. But I'm back with a professional foul. You can follow me on Instagram at Galaxy Pro Foul. That's Galaxy P R O F O U L. Yeah, didn't bring me back anything from Hawaii either. Thanks. Oh, I left it at home. Sorry. Yeah, uh-huh. I'll bring it next All time. Right. Uh, if you're looking for me on Twitter, at Jay Guessman, J-G-U-E-S-M-A-N, and of course, at Galaxy Podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. When it's up and running, it should be up and running. Go check it. If it's not, just tell me, and I'm sure I already know. Uh, cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can get all of our podcasts, all of our videos, all of our articles, getting you ready for this game coming up on Saturday. So check all that stuff out. All right. Uh, I think that about does it for Eric, the Portuguese Hammer Beer. I'm Josh Guessman. You've been listening to Corner of the Galaxy on cornerofthegalaxy.com. All right. Have a great one, everybody. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Corner of the Galaxy podcast on cornerofthegalaxy.com. You can follow the show on Twitter and Instagram at Galaxy Podcast. And be sure to check out and subscribe to iTunes, Stitcher, and Facebook by searching for Corner of the Galaxy. And for all of your independent LA Galaxy news, discussion, and entertainment, including this podcast, head on over to cornerofthegalaxy.com. Fans, thanks for listening. We ask that you be kind and courteous to your neighbors as you leave the podcast. We thank you for joining us and look forward to seeing you again. Until then, I'm Michael Araujo, and on behalf of the entire Corner of the Galaxy crew, goodbye, everybody.